0: Welcome to The Truth In This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee. Thanks for listening, and please continue to share, subscribe uh, for more conversations on uh, arts and culture, candid conversation on arts and culture. So today, I have the privilege of being in conversation. We're, We're live, we're in person, not over Zoom. You know, today I'm chatting with a Baltimore native that creates the animated series called Charm Street. Please welcome Corey Widby. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You know, we gotta we gotta bring in people. I mean, I know that animation, right? Because that's the lane that we're in. I know that animation is. An area that it doesn't feel like people know a lot of, so I'm really privileged to really have this conversation, especially like local-oriented right, animation. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. So before we get too deep in it, and I, we were already having the pre-podcast <laughs> before the podcast, um, before we get too deep into it, I, I want to um, get an idea from you, your standpoint on, what was it like growing up in Baltimore and ultimately just getting it out of the way early on? How does it inform your work with um, Trump Street?
1: So, growing up in Baltimore was—it <clears throat> was I had a, a semi-rough childhood, but to the—I I always had people around me that cared about me and would like family members that would um, look out and extend their arm. But um, so I—I'm I, I'm from Baltimore. But I, I moved to the county early on.
0: I like when people make that distinction. By the way, like I'm from Baltimore, right? But I lived in Owings Mills for a while, right. right,
1: right. <laughs> in my case, it was uh, Catonsville. All
0: right, you yeah, good. you get that,
1: but um, <laughs> you know my roots, my yeah, roots yeah. in Baltimore. Though. <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah, it's so the West Side. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: West Side Baltimore. <clears throat>
0: um,
1: yeah, but you know, growing up was pretty normal. Uh, we went to I went to like county schools and stuff. I got. I got three siblings. I'm the second to youngest. Um, and, yeah, like, it was just pretty normal. Nothing really stands out, really, to mention. <laughs> that was, like...
0: So, so, it, it, well, obviously, something's always going to stand out. You know, we all have our different Yeah, we, just, we, like, normalize it, right? Yeah, definitely. So what, from your experience, like, growing up here kind of works itself into whether it's the writing, whether it's this types of stories, whether it's even the artwork as to, I'm going to characterize this person this way. Gotcha. Where does that come from? Right, from right. Your, your background being here.
1: Okay, so that actually plays like the most important part in the show because I used to make a lot of different shows early mm-hmm. on like, um, and a lot of the characters were white. And I used to always get crap for that, like in school and stuff. Why are you drawing white kids? Why you... I'm like, yo, it's just like... A... So anyway... Um, after I got out of college, I started hanging with my friend um, from church, and we, we just started smoking weed together, like, just because I was kind of, I wasn't really out there until like after college, <clears throat> so I started drinking, partying, out all night, doing crazy stuff just all over the place, and then eventually, I kind of tried, to like, started getting my act together, but I was like, man, this stuff was really valuable, though, like, these experiences mm-hmm. that I'm having, like, and you don't see these experiences on TV, it's almost like an un what's the word it's, it's almost unspoken, unspoken yeah. almost like these experiences and the thing is it's not that people don't have these experiences you just don't see them so i felt like let me just turn this these situations into a um into a show instead of trying to create recreate these other shows or trying to create this like you, we were talking about earlier like you want it to be authentic you don't want it to come off as like you're trying to yeah. you know be something you're not so i was like let me just do what i know and stick to what I know. And I had friends. Like, every day, we were just crazy story after crazy story. I was like, these can be episodes. Like, little conversations can be episodes. Like, for example, uh, the character Black, the yeah. one everybody loved. Like, I got a friend named Black. And he.
0: Everyone has a friend named exactly, Black. <laughs> exactly. That's another reason, too.
1: And um, he acts just like that. Like, he- everything he said was just funny. It-, it didn't matter what he was saying. Yeah. He could be the. Like the most serious topic, anything, it'd just be funny as shit. So I'd just be like, yeah, let me, let me make a character out of him. And that's, that's really where that came from.
0: So give us the pitch for those who are undipped and don't know what uh, what Charm Street is. Give us that, that 15, 20 second pitch just so people, just so we can kind of ground it, level set, and start, start again from there. What is Charm Street?
1: Charm Street is a show about uh, three kids. That just live in the city, and they just have these everyday experiences, but with a little bit of edge to them, like, uh, it could be, like, I'm working on an episode now about um, them going to the store, the corner store, like, everybody just go to, you know, your grandmother sends you to the corner store, and they're stealing out of there, like, little stuff like that, I just make an episode about it and put my own little spice to it, you know, stuff like that, like, um... I I just I, I don't try to think too much about episodes. I just try to keep it simple cuz I think that's where the best writing comes from and the best uh the best material when you keep it simple.
0: I I agree. I think simplicity is important. I think that simplicity get, gives one like a direction to kind of go off of and you can start, you know, inserting different things in there to kind of make it more wacky, make it more surreal, make mm-hmm. it whatever, but I think if you can simply describe what you're trying to achieve and then add to that, then you actually have something. Exactly. Versus just, let's just put a bunch of jokes in there, let's mm-hmm. just see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk. tell me about the process of writing and, and how does that come together and then like maybe storyboarding or what that process sort of, sort of looks like. And if you can, I want to start off with this piece because I'm very interested in this with something that is very digital right Mm -hmm. it seems like the the work is obviously very very digital Mm -hmm. uh how much analog do you incorporate it do you keep a notepad to come up with ideas of oh remember this remember black did this back in the day let me write this down so so tell me about that tell me about the process and if there's any analog sort of stuff within it
1: well as far as my writing process it's so unorthodox it's it's no structure to it at all. I'm telling you right now. It's it's because I work on um, a full-time job. I'm an electrician, so a lot of my time goes towards that. So I'm usually I'm at work and I'll just space out for a second and think about some stuff. I'm like, oh, that was nice. And Like you said, I'll write it down in a notebook or something like that, little ideas. And then when I get home, I'll have to string them together, like all these ideas together to make a you know a story. But for the most part, it's just literally just throwing things at the at the paper like uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll come up with something like oh that's, that'll stick that'll be a great episode but it has to be something that I'm really interested in because mm-hmm. people throw me ideas all the time but if I'm not invested in it or if I'm not willing to work with it for like three weeks to a month or so I'm not gonna do it like I have to really feel it like that's why sometimes like episodes are longer than others because I'm like I can put something out but I don't want it to just be anything you know so um, yeah I don't I don't storyboard I don't um I don't do like animatics. That's like the rough animations and stuff. I just go yo balls in, in all yeah, yeah. balls deep all in. <laughs> I was like balls Bro, in. I was on.
0: like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like wow.
1: <laughs> just all in, like first take. Um I usually don't have any deleted scenes or anything like that. I don't have time. Like yeah. I, I um uh recently not recently, like at first I used to do like walk cycles yeah. and all types of stuff. I had my like a kind of a different style than mm-hmm. I do now. It it was a little more uh, amateur, but it took a lot more time. Yeah. And I realized, like, if I want to put these episodes out and for people to receive them in, in a decent manner, like, I, I got to cancel walk cycles. I got to... I recently canceled the lip sync. Like, yeah. I used to make the mouth shapes match everything that they would say and stuff. Now it's just kind of just open, close, open, close, open, close. Yeah. And they hop around. That's why a lot of people say it looks like South Park. I guess because it's like little kids and stuff, too. Yeah. But they hop around because I don't have time. Like, I can't make walk cycles for everybody, every character. Like
0: So, so is that an
1: influence at all? Yes, definitely. Definitely.
0: And, and so I, I think I think you, you keyed in on something, too, though. You You don't have time. I think that it's a combination too, where you may not have time, but also it's like, my process is what my process is. Mm -hmm. So I go back and then I was sharing with you earlier how long I've been doing this. Mm -hmm. And I like, I have an editor now, but back in the day, you know, the first, you know, probably 10 years of doing this, I was the editor. So Mm -hmm. I was going through very early on, looking for every um, and it was taking, it it was taking out, the conversational tone and the flow of what we were doing. Gotcha. So it's like for me to be a perfectionist is kind of nullifying what the intent of it is. Mm-hmm. And my process just came like, you know, there's going to be some editing in this, but it's going to be minimal to kind of stick with the structure of this is a conversation. And for the the listener, the audience, what have you, it's to... You know, be like, hey, you're observing a conversation between two dudes. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and watching videos and interviews and things like that, I understand exactly what you're saying. You can tell when it's been edited and chopped to, to hell, like where it's just like, oh, my gosh, like. Where is the, where did this come from? Yeah, but the whole time like they had a whole conversation leading up to this point, but they
0: chopped everything out like. <laughs> and, and, and no one is ever that crisp. Yeah, unless they like did a rehearsal for the conversation, and that just makes it contrived. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, so so Corey, let's talk about the conversation we're gonna have before we record. <laughs> yeah, it's just like no, let's let's keep it let's keep it gully and authentic. Like mm-hmm. hey, I'm meeting you out in the street. I'm like yo, come in here. We got a podcast to do, mm-hmm. and let's and let's see what we get out of it. So. I feel like there's a version of you doing that with the content that you're at. So you're you're a one man show, no?
1: Yes, definitely. Um I do everything myself, animation, writing, music, um, designing the characters, the <laughs> backgrounds, uh everything. Yeah. Except I, I, some other people do some of the voices. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I mean, you can't do all the
1: voices. I can't voices. do all of them. Like, <laughs> there's certain ones I'd be trying, struggling so hard to do. But for the most part, I do, like, 95% of the voices. Like, Graham Graham, Black, Trey, Dudley, The Dad. All I mean. Port, I, I do pork chops sometimes. But my I sister
0: does. Allegedly, there's a podcaster right there that has a voice that uh, <laughs> people seem to be familiar with (laughs) hey man i need
1: all the voices i can get
0: (laughs) black goes to a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yes so so tell me about finding a creative niche that's that's one thing that we're always kind of looking for i think in part we're finding like what our strangeness is, if you will. You know, kind of looking back on maybe those experiences and maybe getting something out of it. And I think you you were touching on it a little bit earlier of, I know a guy that, that had this story, or I'm taking notes on different stories or just out there living life and ultimately bringing it into something that is um, a form of art or a form of media. So tell me about, like, why did you choose to tell these sorts of stories in this sort of way?
1: Um... I guess the best way to answer that is it just comes natural. Mm -hmm. I don't really deliberately choose to make it come out the way it does, if that makes sense. Um,
0: But why animation though? Why animation?
1: Oh, okay. So I've always been interested in um, animation and cartoons. Like I've been making, even before I started animating back in 2009, but before that I was making like comic books. Like actually, my have man. a take the ruler, draw the squares and everything. I had lizard man, all types of.
0: <laughs> Yo, they drawing the panels. Oh, you yep. a gorilla style? I
1: love it. <laughs> yep. all the way back to like third grade. People will remember me for like the kid that drew. Like I yeah. used to trace Pokemon pictures and stuff, and then I used to act like I drew them myself. They like, oh my god, like oh, you, you can draw so good, and the whole time just tracing them. But um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I'm I'm just stealing, bro.
1: <laughs> but. um, yeah, uh animation I've always been interested in it. Like for some reason it the best way to explain it, and this might make me sound kinda weird, but like, um, I le- it's it's almost like you're creating your own world. Like mm-hmm. you can make anything you want. Like you start with a white screen, and then by the time you're done, you have a whole world that you envision in your head and it just comes to life almost in a way. So yeah. it's it's kind of cool. Like um you can Like, I I remember this one time, this is kind of, not off topic, but a little tangent. I remember this one time, I get uh, hit up for music videos all the time. People want cartoon music videos and I usually just not interested because I don't have time. Yeah. So, I did one this one time and this guy was like, I was like, yeah, so what do you want the music video to be about? And he was like, Oh, I just wanna be like have me in the kitchen with some um with some guns, some leans, some bitches, some uh, uh, some weeds, some uh, you know, oh you know the regular formula for a for music <laughs> video. I'm thinking and this kind of goes into what I was saying, like how animation you can create anything. Yeah. I'm thinking you can be on the moon, you can you
0: and know you're what I'm choosing saying? the trap house. You're life. choosing the
1: trap house. You just go film in the trap. Like what yeah.
0: <laughs> what is you doing? Like put your Chef Boyardee hat on <laughs> and film in the trap. Right. So,
1: I just I just love the fact that you can just create anything you want, yeah. like your own world.
0: I, I I like to look at that that in the same way when I'm playing video games, mm-hmm. right? I'm just like six foot nine, like I got the wild hops, I got the wild wingspan. If you yeah. like playing like some NBA joint, <laughs> or it's like I'm like. A running back that's like 300 pounds and like Madden is like, yo, this this doesn't work. This doesn't exist. Well, my game it does. Yeah. <laughs> Put a 99 stat all the way up. All the way oh, up. absolutely. It's just all Madden team all day. Hey. <laughs> Powerful, stiff arm runs a four runs a four one. Exactly. <laughs> so, so talk about your your daily or the 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 cadence, if you will of your creative routine, whether it is um, doing the voiceover stuff, like how often are you doing the voiceover component? How often are you drawing? How often are you writing? Tell me about like how you kind of plan out that work and and how, how that's done. Speak on that a bit.
1: Okay, so my creative process, uh, this is what I usually do. So let's say I'm starting from scratch, a new episode. I got an idea alright cool so I'll first start by drawing some backgrounds like mm-hmm. where are they going to be um, in the was, trap house <laughs> in the trap house with the leans like um, they're they going to be uh, so I, I'll, I'll arrange different shots uh, I'll draw cha- I'll draw props like chairs I'll draw what are they going to have in this episode uh, different clothes like that's the main thing I do first is just the way the episode looks where it's mm-hmm. going to be then I'll start drawing voices um, I'll I'll and part of my writing process too as well is I'll instead of writing some things like I'll write a I'll write a dialogue out on paper Mm -hmm. but when I go to perform it it, it's just not natural you know it's just it's just like I'm reading or it's just it doesn't it's not how people talk I just you know what I mean so when I record I'm almost writing as I record too because I'll just improvise sometimes most of the time actually and um
0: well this is an improv place we're in by the way
1: (laughs) nice um yeah so then after the voices uh, I'll start yeah, I'll start animating the shots. Um, I usually do scene by scene, obviously. Um, what else do I do? After that, after... Let's say the animation is done. I did all the core animation, the main stuff. I'll, um, I'll take it into another program and then add the music. Uh, change the camera angles and stuff, like... So I'll have the core animation, but then I'll start panning and zooming and stuff like that to make it more interesting because you sure. don't want it just a still screen with just yet animation might look cool. But if you don't have the close-ups, far, you know what yeah. I mean, and make it look a little snappy, I'll do that.
0: Um, you want to have some visual complexity to exactly, it. Exactly, yeah.
1: exactly. That's that's what a lot of my early work lacked. Uh, it was just – you would just look at the screen. They're they're talking and moving and stuff, but there's there's no – Depth to it. It's just so yeah. flat, like kind of like Beavis and Butthead sitting on a couch. You know what that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. so they're just sitting there. Like, but it, it works for them
0: though. It's like looking at some of these old cartoons from like the seventies, and you're like, oh, you guys have run past this same thing several times. There's <laughs> nothing new happening here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. And but and, and I think when as you as you're doing it, and you know, again, applause to you for doing you know animation for more than ten years. Yeah. You know, that's another thing I forgot to even touch I appreciate on that. that man. Um, I think you you get better you 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 you're always tweaking are you a tweaker are yes. you a person that's always looking to yes. add something new to it
1: Yes, not meth, but yes i'm a tweaker that's
0: that's <laughs> phenomenal thank you add that in there, please make that episode <laughs> We're not doing meth. we're just tweaking bro yep, definitely a tweaker so what is more important to you um, in, in, in devising and coming up with this, this formula for a new installment of of Charm Street is it uh, is it the style of how you're doing something? Is it the idea? Is it the story? What is the most integral or most important component of you of something piquing your interest? Like, okay, yeah, I want to do this. I, 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 and let's say if you had all of the time in the world, because I know you're working other time constraints. Mm-hmm. So let's say whatever your normal time is, let's say you had double that time. Okay. What would be the most important, so you don't have the constraints, what would be the most important component of getting out, let's say one installment of of Charm Street?
1: That's a very good question. The most important part would be, I would say the story the story and the idea they're kind of they're, they're kind of intertwined um, the style that comes later yeah. uh, the, the script that comes later um, that's all that all adds to the story mm-hmm. the main focus that's why I, I like to keep it simple the main the, the best thing to do I think is uh, is to get your story like get a solid story mm-hmm. and then build from that um, even not, I'm not even gonna say story because I guess the story you would have to say you have to, you have to have dialogue of beginning, end, beginning, middle, end. Not the story, the idea. I guess mm-hmm. the idea is the best part because
0: yeah.
1: uh, for me to be interested in it, I have to see it in my head, like something.
0: Uh, I, I think I think I know what you're what you're getting at though. You, like, let's, if the idea is the seed. Mm-hmm. And using the whole plant thing, right? Mm-hmm. If the idea is to see, then that yields maybe the the the, the 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 plant that's the the story, and the story yields the fruit that mm-hmm. are these different components within that story. Mm-hmm. But if you don't at least have an idea that you're solid with, then you can't even get to the point of even coming up with a story, because exactly. the story has all of these different parts that. I need this many voice actors mm-hmm. to do this, or I need um, this sort of, like, I don't know what you, what you would bring in in the software, perhaps, but I need to use these colors or what have you, or this is the type of backdrop and scenery I want to mm-hmm. do. That's you don't all, have the idea, you got That's nothing. all later. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. it's the idea, is the main, the, the most important part, the, the jewel of it, like... Yeah.
0: Um,
1: it's the thesis. The thesis, yes, yes. yes. And I, I was... Um, <clears throat> I was in like I think ninth, maybe tenth grade, and I had reached out to one of the South Park guys. Not the creators; it was an yeah. editor.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, you
0: gotta go lower sometimes. Yeah, like, Yeah, so uh, bro, <laughs> that, I,
1: I don't want to drop too many uh, any jewels on here, but hey, that's the way to to contact people. No, you don't, please you don't go please to the person. Please drop jewels. Drop jewels. That's what we do here. Well, if you want to meet or you want to talk to somebody. Or meet somebody like you, you really are inspired by this person, you, or you just, you just you're fanned out by them, or something. Yeah. Or it's a girl you want to meet. Never hit them. I mean, you hit them up directly first, and if it doesn't work, hit up somebody they're around. Hit up their editor. Hit up hit up their uh, I don't know, like somebody yeah. lower on the totem pole, so to speak. Because
0: um, they're too busy.
1: Yeah, they're too busy. They got they got people you got to contact to get to them. And none of, if you just hit up somebody else or send them a DM or whatever. They'll, they'll, they might be sitting in a room with them. You never know.
0: They. You know and, what I'm and, saying? Like, and often, if you go that high, like if you're, let's say, you're swinging for Trey Parker or Matt Stone or something, mm-hmm. they probably have an assistant, and you're going to be exactly. relegated to the assistant. Exactly. So I think you're right where if you can find an editor, creative director, mm-hmm. someone in marketing or whatever, maybe outreach in mm-hmm. any of the spaces you're going into, see if you can connect with them and kind of be able to pitch it because... You touched on this with your own situation. You don't have the time, so they don't I, have the time. They definitely
1: don't have. The time. So <laughs> <No that. laughs>
0: if you can get like someone like, hey, I want to be able to pitch this to you. We got this guy, Corey. You know, he's doing this. Bing, bang, boom. Would mm-hmm. you be interested? Sure, or no. And it's a quick conversation versus it not being something that he would acknowledge.
1: Mm-hmm. Another thing too, um, with that editor I had reached out to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked him. I was like, "So, how do you make a successful show?" I was desperate. Like, <laughs> no, but that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, though. exactly. I was like, "How do you make a successful show?" Like I was working on some mediocre cartoons and stuff at the time, and uh, he said he told me he was like, "Well, I can't, I can't disclose uh, trade secrets." <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, the secret I'm, under contract. You know, I can't just, just give all this information out. But my best advice to you would be is to have strong characters. If you have strong characters, you can put them in any situation. And it'll be funny. It'll be Beavis and ButtHead sit on the couch. Yeah, they don't do anything.
0: But like, but with both of them, the way that their characterization and their in their characters are built out, you know what Beavis is going to say, mm-hmm. you know what ButtHead is going to say, yeah. and that's what he's touching on, I think. Yep,
1: yeah. like it just it just works. Like you can not the not the crap on this show, but the Cleveland show. It doesn't work. The characters don't fit
0: with this character. This is because they haven't built it out. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. like I don't I don't Cleveland it, have, Cleveland works. Cleveland works. Mostly, but yeah. he wasn't fleshed out in Family Guy, so they tried to build out him as his own thing, and they did it in a backdoor sort of way. It was
1: yeah, I, I don't, I did not vibe with that show.
0: Hey, American Dad is a better show. Yeah, I think so, probably than even Family Guy, if I'm being honest.
1: My sister loves American Dad.
0: <laughs> I I love American Dad, and I think it got a lot better once it stopped trying to be Family Guy. Okay, that's a good I think point. Th- I think that's what happened with it, but. I think once you build out a character, and even when people are doing, let's say, like, obviously there's a certain degree of cont- contrivance here, right? Like, I'm Rob, you're a or what have you, but we're both on a mic, you know, we're, we're presenting and then whatever, and people are ultimately going to listen on it. But people that know you very closely, people that know me very closely might have a different sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like what is the person's character? What are they presenting in what they're doing maybe in a public way? It may be very similar to mm. who they are privately, gotcha. but there is some degree of performance there. Gotcha. But when you're presenting it and you're kind of all over the place, you haven't presented yourself as a strong character or strong, as they say, personality.
1: Mm. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: I'm over here trying to drop facts like I know some <laughs> <for sure>. shit. <laughs> Jules on this podcast right here.
1: I'm telling you, Jules.
0: What What other art forms are you um, attracted to?
1: I like music. Um, uh, I like good movies. I haven't seen a good movie Oof. in eight years. So it's like nine, oh, not man. eight years, but <laughs> I haven't seen a. I I like movies, music, all types of art, man. Like Paints, Paintings, uh, anything, really. My favorite, if I wasn't doing animation, I'd probably either do stop-motion animation, which is like, uh, for the people that don't know, stop-motion animation is like Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, the clay stuff, like where yeah. you just... Uh, kind of move, take a picture, move the arm, take a picture, sure. yeah, for the people that didn't know.
0: Wallace um, and Grummet. Wallace and Grummet. Yeah, I, lo-
1: I love that stuff. But uh, other than that, I'll just do probably music like everybody else. <laughs> or even uh, Robot Chicken a little bit, though. No? Yep, Robot Chicken, yep, definitely.
0: So so this is the kind of the last question I have for uh, these real questions, and of course you get the rapid fire questions, too. I mean, you're here. <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't you get them? Uh, imagine yourself in three years. I'm sure that's not hard for you. Use your imagination. You're working these stories, and imagination is a part of it. What do you hope will be different about your work in the next three years? And you know, you're a tweaker, you're a tinkerer. So, obviously, I want to I want to hear it. That's a very good question as well. Um,
1: I want to have a team by that time. Mm-hmm. Definitely a team because working by myself, uh, you don't get the full spectrum. Like I'm just looking like almost with tunnel vision. Um, I'll I'll be able to pump stuff out faster a lot faster um I my work of 3 years I want it to be more polished uh better writing um I want it to be on a network or a streaming service somewhere mm.
0: this is a manifestation activity guess, you know that right definitely yeah.
1: um I just want the I want I, I want it to be I I want it to be the best like the the my goal for my my whole animation career, yeah. my 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 the final end goal, what mm-hmm. I want to accomplish is, I want something like the Charlie Brown Christmas special,
0: na, na, na. like
1: <laughs> something iconic, something that 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 years from now, it it don't even have to be the show, it's just an episode or something that'll yeah. just resonate with people. And every year or it's a recurring thing that they'll watch it and be like, Remember, oh, let's turn this on. It's this time of year. Or you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. like the ho- a Halloween special or something that just grabs people. I feel like that is like the most amazing thing that people still watch the Charlie Brown specials and feel like special. Well, at least I do. Like it, I it love. Hits it.
0: Generations. Yeah. Uh, that that song I, I remember uh I did a live podcast for Christmas one year and uh it, it was two, two of the best moments, right? Um, I, I was doing trivia in the middle of the pod, and that was the song that the Charlie Brown Christmas song yeah. that was playing in the background. So <laughs> we were doing this trivia, and I had one trivia question. This goes into being able to be in your own spot and kind of do your own thing and let your these these ideas that are embedded in you, your your story, your background, your interests. Um, I had uh, a reference to Rocky. Four, which mm-hmm. i really like and it was just like there's no easy way out there's no shortcut home and then the music kicks in oh. and i was like yeah that's fire i was like that was just for me guys That wasn't for anyone else here that was just for me <laughs> so yeah it's, it's just really cool when you're able to do that sort of stuff and i think you know as as you touched on it if you're able to continually get better and systematize what you're doing you're, you're on your way there Yes, man, definitely. So I'm looking forward to seeing what's next,
1: oh, man. big things i, I i'm really I'm really pushing like right now i'm I'm pitching to some places, and uh, hopefully I get picked up. Uh, that's like my main focus now, like after I drop this episode, which will probably come out Sunday, yeah. um just full blown I'm pitching, like I'm yeah. trying to get this out there because. I don't want to be in – I mean, I'm like – I'll never lose these skills, but I'm not trying to do electric work for the rest of my life. Like, it's it, construction. There,
0: there's some inherent dangers in there. You know? just, <laughs> it yeah. pays
1: well, but I'm not in it for the money, especially with animation. I don't even make money doing it, really, like at all.
0: You ain't got to make money doing this? <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just a passion, you It's, know? it's, it's a passion. And it's able to kind of – I think I – For me, at least, Um, having conversations with creative people, is better than not having conversations with creative people. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, um, I'm going to transition into the uh, last few questions that I have here, which are the rapid-fire questions. Oh, rapid-fire. Let's get it. Don't overthink them. Okay. You know, because people do that. Uh, I'm going to start off with this one. What is your most prized possession?
1: My most prized possession mm, is—don't overthink it, don't overthink it—time.
0: Uh, what, were, what were three of your favorite cartoons
1: growing up? Oh, this is good. Uh, damn, I can't say so far, I couldn't watch that growing up. <laughs> growing up, my favorite three cartoons, I'd have to say Rocket Power, um, The Simpsons, and one more, one more, one more. Uh, I would say Ed and Eddie. Okay.
0: What is your go-to snack? Go-to snack. I like cookies. I love cookies. What flavor cookies? Chocolate chip. It's extra chunky. <laughs> you had me there, and then you unsold it. Damn. What? The chunky? I'm, you don't I'm, like the... I'm a chocolate chip walnut guy. Walnut? Yeah. It's, br- it's brain it. food, bro. I never heard of that.
1: A oh, chocolate chip walnut cookie? Yeah. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, I get familiar. It's, it's very good. Where do you get those at? Uh, everywhere. Yes. <laughs> wow, wow. I get them made. I mean, I have them brought to my, my trailer. Oh. You know, as a big star that I... Oh. You know, just... See, I got
1: to get on your level. That's what it
0: is right <laughs> Salty or sweet? And I think I know the answer, but go ahead. Salty. Oh, okay. Being a black guy.
1: (laughs) Salty, yeah.
0: Lastly, um, if there was only one cartoon that you could watch for the rest of your life, which would it be?
1: You said this can't be a rapid fire one. I got to think about this
0: one. Nah, it's just just what we're looking for. One answer.
1: One answer. Only one show for the rest of my life. Yeah. I would have to say
0: Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of episodes. They got a lot of episodes on that one. <laughs> I'd have to one s- Piece. <laughs> also, a lot of episodes. Uh, I guess I have to say South Park. It's it's twenty plus seasons, so yeah. it's not a bad choice.
1: Definitely, I love South Park. Uh, not my favorite show. My favorite. You want to know my favorite yeah, shows right it. now? My favorite shows right now. Uh, all-time three favorite of Sim, in this order, The Simpsons, South Park, and then Beavis and Butthead.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So with that, uh, that's pretty much the podcast. I think that's a good place for us to stop. But I want to thank you for coming on to this podcast and spending the yarn with your boy, old Rob Lee here. Thanks for having me. And um, I want to invite and encourage you to tell the fine folks where to check out your work, website, social media, all of that good stuff. The floor is yours. Um. So I'm on Instagram,
1: Twitter, YouTube, um and TikTok. That's my main outlets. Um, Charm Street. Just type that in and you should find me. Uh so Instagram and Twitter. I have two Ts in the street. Charm Street with two T's. Other than that, it's just Charm Street.
0: Um two Ts where? Because it's three two, T that'd be three T's. Uh
1: two T oh yeah, that's right. Two T's at the end. There you go. And um just f- for people that are a little might get a little confused, I was Little America. But I had to change that name because of copyright issues. So I'm Charm Street now. It's Charm Street. That's the whole thing. And yeah.
0: So you have it, folks. I want to, again, thank Corey Woodby for coming on uh, the podcast and chopping up with old Rob Lee here. And I'm Rob Lee saying that there is art, culture, animators in and around Baltimore. You just got to look for them.